Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and this is episode number 71, Lessons Learned from COVID-19. I am very excited today. We have a special guest, Joanna Bruma, from right in my neck of the woods. If I could, in these times, I would be in person recording this with Joanna, but we are in our homes recording, you know, virtually just <laughs> with the times of everything that's going on right now. Joanna has not only been an E2E member for a long time now, but she's also an E2E ambassador. And Joanna's been teaching for 14 years. She's an experienced teacher. And I reached out to her to say, Joanna, would you please write a blog post and come on the podcast and talk about as a veteran teacher, looking back as the school year's wrapping up, will you talk about the lessons that you have learned? So Joanna Brumba, welcome to the E2E podcast. Hi, thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, Joanna, okay, so first of all, tell us you've been teaching for 14 years. What do you teach? Uh, I currently teach second grade. Second grade. And yes. have you always taught second grade? No, I actually, I've taught kinder and first and sixth and second. So second is where I've been for the past seven years. So Joanna, you are also a TPT author. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Um, I open up my store of second grade magic. What kind of things can you find on your TPT store? Uh, you know what? I love things that are quick and easy ways to increase engagement. So like fun games, um, easy to use, easy to implement, um, engaging, interactive games, things like that, that are go-to that you can easily handle and that your kids are going to love. Awesome. Well, you should go check that out, by the way. We will <laughs> include all the links to Joanna's Instagram and TPT um, down in the show notes. Yeah. Joanna, um, when you, how did you learn about E2E? Do you remember how you kind of came across E2E and tell us about when you became a member and what that experience has been like for you? Yeah. Um, you know what? I think it was, it was the new year reboot, not the, the 2020, but it was, uh, 2019. Okay. So almost a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I thought, oh, well, this is kind of interesting. I think it was the whimsical teacher. I saw Jess had promoted it. And I said, well, this is kind of cool. And it's free. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll go look and see what, what it's about. And it was the two days. And I remember sitting down and I, I took my pictures of my setup and PD and my PJs and all that kind of stuff. And and I loved it. There are so many um videos that were so applicable to my life and my career. And before I knew it, those two days were up. So, and I hadn't gotten through everything. And I believe at that time you could extend. Um, yes. And so I did that. And then the E2E membership came out and you're like, hey, you know, you could do the membership. And then there would be um, all these different modules, or I think at that time it was even just starting out. And I said, well, sh sign me up. You know what? So I, <laughs> I went ahead and I joined and then it became really part of my daily routine. I would check in the Facebook group and that was a lot of fun. And I've gotten to know people that way. I've gotten to know you. Um, and then it became part of my daily routine with listening to my, listening to the modules. 
on my way to work every morning. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Especially now that they have, we have the app. I think so many more people are doing that, like doing their makeup in the morning or driving to work um, on their lunch break. So that's awesome to hear that you're doing that. And this is, I, we've talked about this. I think this is what's surprised me about the membership and about E2E over the last year. We have so many veteran teachers that are E2E members. And I love that for two reasons. One, having so many veteran teachers around, I can now hand the microphone over to you like we're doing today for you to give us wisdom. Um, And then it creates a great community for the new teachers that are members. But also, I just love that it shows that people like you want to be lifelong learners. Yeah. Yeah. You know if I could just say like hearing that I'm a veteran teacher kind of was scary at first because all of a sudden I turned into the veteran teacher in the building. So that was kind of funny. I never pictured myself that way, but, (laughs) but but really, I guess I was getting to the point where my own district was putting out PD that, you know, how it goes. They say it's new, but I really had it 10 years ago, you know, how, how that cycle goes. So it was kind of not engaging to me not really lifting my spirits as a teacher, not pushing me and helping me grow. So I think that's what E2E has really filled for me that I'm not getting in my district in the school. It's really feeding my teacher soul and pushing me and question, make me question myself and what I do. I love that. Well, <laughs> you should, if you could see me right now, like grinning ear to ear because... <laughs> I eat, sleep, breathe, think about E2E all the time. And so um, that just makes me so happy. I'm glad this community's brought um, brought that to you. And I'm glad the community has brought you to me. So I don't care if you are a second grade teacher or a, you know, you teach seniors in high school. This yeah. is going, this message of what we're going to talk about today about lessons learned from Joanna are high level. It's not specific to second grade. So don't, you know, don't pause the podcast and move on. I wanted to record this and have you write this blog post because it's, it's, we're recording it right now at the end of school, but we're also going to tell everyone, come back and listen to this episode at the beginning of next school year so that you can remember the important things that you learned and that Joanna learned going through this, because we don't know what it's going to look like in the fall. We don't know if we're going to be in school. We don't know if we're going to be in e-learning. We don't know if it's going to be a hybrid. We could go back to school and then go back to e-learning. So I think it's really important that we all take the time to reflect on the lessons learned. So Joanna, let's start with, um, I love in your intro of the blog post that you wrote and you're saying that like, you've really seen it all. (laughs) Yeah. This one, even this situation with COVID-19 has thrown you off. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that was a doozy. That's something that I don't think anyone can prepare for. And I think that these novel situations like this really test you as an educator. It tests your boundaries. It tests your um, flexibility and ability to adapt. And I think that's the most challenging part is you, you really are stripped down of a lot of the outside things and left to really examine yourself and take a look at yourself and your abilities and what you can do. It's interesting because I think teachers are really good at knowing what they can control and not control. Mm-hmm. Like teachers with good, solid mental health and solid um, classroom management and solid um, self-care, I think they mm-hmm. really can do that. And it's interesting because 
all of that was taken away from you. You know, that like things you could control yeah. were now totally different. Yes, absolutely. So you said that you always ask yourself three questions, which I love. I do. What worked? What did I learn? And what advice do I have to offer myself for the fall? So you know I love threes here at E2E. So let's start off. Tell us about what worked for you. Um, one of the best things that I found that worked for me was I really limited what was coming at me from the outside. So when COVID was was emerging and starting to really happen, I found myself watching the news while I was getting ready in the morning, listening to the radio, you know, uh, at all times, turning on the different news. I was throwing myself into a tailspin of anxiety. And I was to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. What can I do? It was like such a, a, a state of tension. And I realized, you know what, this is making me nuts. I can't do this. I cannot do this. So I started limiting myself to the 15 minutes a day um, tops. Because even if, if I was done after five minutes, I was like, nope, sorry, can't deal with it. So yeah. I, you know, I, I, I limited my news that way. And then I started limiting myself to social media because, um, you know, the number one way to rob your confidence is to compare yourself to others. Yeah. And when all of this started happening in the e-learning and distance learning, I was seeing these amazing educators and not to take away from anyone, um, but they were doing these incredibly engaging and lively live sessions and things like that. And my district did not give us that directive to do. So I was looking at these things and, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's incredible. That's amazing. Why aren't I doing that? I should be doing that. I, I'm a terrible teacher. I'm not doing that. So I realized I really need to stop comparing myself. I, I, I'm not them. So I don't teach where they teach. I, you know, I needed to stop myself. So what yeah. really worked is I, I stopped myself and I really feel that that saved my mental health, you know, by doing those two things. Yeah. And you've heard me say this before. Like, I really believe that teachers have the biggest impact on kids when they just show up a whole happy person. Yes. No matter what the activity is. Mm -hmm. um, like when I look back on my childhood at some of my quote unquote favorite teachers, yeah. It's not because of the way they taught, honestly, or like what they taught me. It was because who they were as people and they were happy and fulfilled people and jolly people, you know, um, they weren't perfect. They showed who they were. But I, I, I think that thinking about you just being who you are, being true to who you are as a person and showing up um, every day with the best mental health possible is amazing. So congratulations yeah. on that. And I think that's a great lesson for the future. Um, okay. Let's talk about, um, like the big thing that you like, so that's what worked was kind of shutting mm -hmm. out the comparison mm -hmm. and shutting out the social media. Mm -hmm. What did you learn as far as, you know, you as an educator? Um, so I kind of was struggling with my identity, right. And, and thinking about what I should be doing and what I should be feeling. And I really stopped and I learned that the big picture. I really needed to focus on the big picture and what was important to me inside the classroom is still important to me outside of the classroom. Mm. So let me just 
I just want to repeat that for the people in the back. It's like the core of who I am as an educator, it didn't need to change just because the scenery is different. Yeah. You know, I valued engagement. So when I talk about engaging kids, I found those activities and I found those things to engage them. And and relationships are incredibly important to me. So I was reaching out and 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 uh, doing Google Meets with the kids and texting them on Go Guardian, which they thought was amazing, and sending them little things on Seesaw. So really, what I learned the most was just because. I'm at a computer screen doesn't mean that the core of who I am as an educator is different. Yeah. And I see a lot of people that are saying, Hey, I'm worried because at least I knew my students and I knew their parents. What happens in the fall when I don't know these people, you know, I don't know the parents. I don't know these kids. How am I going to do that? And I think what you just said is important. Go back to the core of who you are. I know you can build relations for relationships virtually because I do it all day, every day now with adults, but you know, there's things you can do. Be a good listener when you're on that video, you know, teaching the other kids to listen to each other. What is good listening mm-hmm. look like? What does it sound like? Going back to the basics, you can do that virtually, virtually too. So I love yeah. that you say that because you are obviously a relationship builder and, a, um, <laughs> So I think that that really shines through. So, so thinking about it, you limited social media, you limited the news, you went back to the core of who you are as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this up with you talking about what advice right now, if you're writing yourself a little love note for the beginning <laughs> of days of school, what would you tell yourself for fall? So when I was really thinking, I kind of came up with my top five, right? So the first thing I realized that I really need to nail when I get started is I need to keep that routine as much as possible. So because we all know kids like routine, right? Yes. And 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 humans, actually, I, th- I would argue that we all like routines. It helps us know what's coming. It helps us be prepared and it lessens the anxiety. So I'm, I determined I want to keep a routine as much as possible. If I'm going to do morning meeting, language arts in the morning, math in the afternoon. I'm going to stick with that as best as I possibly can. So the kids know what to expect and I do too. And I also think that it um, helps the parents, like being a parent myself. I think that's probably being a working parent. One of the things that stressed me out the most was when the times and routines changed. Mm -hmm. Um, So like my son had one teacher that Um, it was a music teacher that wanted to meet and every week it was like a different time. So I'm trying to track that and he's trying to track Mm -hmm. that. And um, so I like, I think that routine helps the parents as well. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I had a parent too, who was like, okay, is this the day that it's going to be? They started putting reminders on their phone to make sure. And that's something simple that can be done to help encourage those routines. And then that helps with the engaging with your kids. What, what, um, what about platforms and tools? You said you learned a lesson there. Oh my gosh, I did. Because, you know, so when school let out, everything was all of a sudden free. They're like, free for a couple months. Try this out. And there were some, I mean, God bless the people who put together these lists of awesome resources. For real. But it's like walking into your favorite store and having an unlimited budget. I'm like, I want it all. So, (laughs) but... Just because you want it and you can have it doesn't make it the easiest. And I think every teacher out there knows anyone who's been working with 
students during this pandemic, you became tech support overnight. And um, there was no way that I could become tech support across 10 different apps and platforms. So for me, what I found, um, Seesaw. Seesaw was the best for me. Um, It was engaging for my kids. It's super easy for teachers to learn. And there is an incredible amount of PD free out there. So if you haven't checked it, and I don't work for Seesaw, but if you haven't checked it out yet, that's 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 the one to go to. I, be I, calling you. I actually know some people that work at Seesaw, so from my old days in ed tech, so maybe oh. they'll be calling Well, and I think oh. this, is, this, is, this is so true to what you were saying, going back to who you are as a teacher. Good teachers, uh-huh. don't in, they don't introduce 14 programs the first week of school. Yep. You start with your basic, basic things and you layer. So maybe you start with Seesaw that first month and you say, okay, I'm going to use eSpark next month. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start layering that and we're little by little going to be introduced. And maybe that means that you are modeling on a Zoom call and you're sharing your screen and you're showing and you can add layer by layer. But I love that analogy of like the unlimited budget and you want it all, but then you like get home and you're like, okay, what goes with what? And where do I organize yes. this? And wait, I like this in the store, but now I don't really like it now. And so I love that analogy. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, and talk about giving yourself grace. Oh my goodness. Uh, wow. That's a big one. You know, um, I did a lot of soul searching after my anxiety settled a little bit. And then when I was really able to sit down and be reflective, you got to give yourself grace. No one knows how to do a pandemic. No one knows how to do this. There is no playbook. There is nothing. Um, And you got to be just give yourself grace. Give yourself a pass. If you're doing your best at the end of the day, then then that's all you can do. And some days are going to look better than others. You know, it's just... This is the season and you're just going to go through it the best that you can. And that's okay. That's okay. This fall at the, in the membership site. um, And those of you that aren't members, you know, we have the modules and different certificates you can get. You can see all the videos from past conferences, but we also talk a lot about teacher mental health and Mm -hmm. self-care. And this fall, I'm in the middle of creating all the content. We're going to talk a lot about ownership and how you own your own happiness and how you teach your students to own their stuff and parents and yada, yada, yada. But one of the things that really inspired me is I'm reading this book someone gave me called It Doesn't Have to Be Crazy at Work. And it's actually a book more for like me as an entrepreneur. Someone gave me more as like, it's one of my business coaches um, or not coaches, but mentors. And he bought this book for me. I started reading it and it's for the business world, but I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. applying this teachers. And that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite thing to do is to take something from the business world or from that doesn't have to do with teaching and apply it. But one of the biggest lessons that he talks about in here and Joanna, we're going to talk about this first thing at the beginning of the year is that it is okay to go to work, work hard, leave work, come home and enjoy your life. And you can put your pillow, not your pillow, your head on your pillow <laughs> at the end of the day and say, I put in a good day's work today. I didn't solve every problem. I didn't save every kid. I didn't move every kid up a a reading level today, but you know what? I put in a good day's work. Yeah. And it really inspired me to think about teachers um, because your job never ends when you're a teacher, no matter how fantastic you are, there's always somewhere you can go next. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that really reminded me when you said that with giving yourself grace, like, 
I think if you can, if you have to do virtual teaching in the fall, do it to your best ability, put in your hours, work hard, and then just say, I put in a good day's work. I did the best I could today. Yes. You know, and that's so important because it's so easy to beat yourself up over when you look and see what kids have logged in and do different, done different things. It's really easy to beat yourself up and be like, oh my gosh, I'm terrible. They didn't log in. But you know what? You said something the other day at a webinar that we had for E2E members. And you said that teaching is one of those jobs that is an incredibly important job. But if you know you did your best by the end of the day, you cannot let the things that you can't control take that away from you. Yep. And it's so true. It's so true. There's so many things that can try to take that away from you. Yeah. Um, And that's why we're seeing educators burn out, especially in these tough times. So. I really appreciate you coming on here. This is so fun. I'm inspired to put more members on the podcast now um, because your voices are important. It's always been my dream for E2E about teachers sharing to teachers, obviously, for the name of the, the name of E2E, but um, your wisdom, your thoughtfulness. Thank you for writing this blog post and um, putting time in to share what you've learned with all of us. Of course. Of course. And Joanna, before we leave, where can everyone find you and follow you and all that good stuff? So I am Second Grade Magic on Teachers Pay Teachers, on Facebook, Second Grade Magic, and on Instagram, Second Grade Magic, with a little underscore in between second and grade and magic. So (laughs) those underscores are very important. Oh, very. (laughs) If you have not signed up for teacher summer reboot, you better get over there and get your registration because so many fun things are happening. We're announcing the presenters. We're, you know, talking, starting to talk about what the giveaways are going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, It's super fun. July 17th and 18th. If you're a member, you get in a day early on July 16th. And also right here on the podcast, right after teacher summer reboot, we are announcing today to all of you that we are having a new program through the podcast called New Teacher Jumpstart. It is going to be a free six episode podcast series right here on E2E. It'll start on July 20th and it is six episodes all for new teachers. I'm interviewing other veteran teachers and we're giving you like the real deal new (laughs) teacher stuff you need to know. Not the fluff. Like we are giving you tips and tricks like One of the tips we give you is watch out for when you go to your new school to teach the first person that comes up to you and tries to be your best friend. (laughs) Like we give you some of those red flags. You know what we're talking about there, Joanna? Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to give it to you starting July 20th. You can just subscribe to this podcast and, you know, you'll hear them come up or you can go over to the E2E website check us out and sign up so we'll send you email notifications when that's out so that's new teacher jumpstart starts july 20th of course teachers of reboot is july 17th thank you all for joining us joanna you're amazing thanks for being here thank you